So we're starting five lines down in Ein Chesam and Aleph. And back into the Mishnah, we're saying Mayim, the amount of Mayim is Kedei Loshef Bahanas Hakilar. The amount of water that you, you're Chayiv for. So we're discussing different things, different liquids that you would take out on Shabbos. What is the minimum share to be Chayiv on Shabbos? And that's defined as what, what, is, the, um, what is the minimum share that has a use. So now, the Gemara is actually going to go into and explain the fundamentals now of this Mishnah. So we've, had, we, we've been discussing about shiurim and quantities for a little while, but um, you know, since the last parak, now it's going to basically have the general rule. Amar Abaya, Abaya comes and says, here's the general rule, michti. Kol milsa de shechicha v'loi shechicha. If something has a use that's shechiach and a use that's not so shechiach, that's occasional, so we'll say that, let's say the, the shchiach use is a higher shear. So um, it was a higher shear. Then, um, then we'll, we'll go based on that shear, lakula. Okay, and we won't use the smaller shear that's more chumrah. Shchicha v'shchicha. Let's say you have two uses. Uh, water or something could be used for two different uses. Both of them are shchiach. Both of them would be a primary use. Then basar We're going to go based on the smaller shear. So now let's see. Yayin Wine is primarily used for drinking. It's not normally used as medicine. So basar So they're going to go based. basar lekula. We're going to go based on the larger share. So when you use wine, let's say for an eye patch, you use a tiny bit of wine. Um, but that is not the shchiach The shchiach is to drink, and that is mezigas um, revias, right? The amount that it would take to dilute to revias. Chalav, in regards to milk. Uh, we're talking about animal milk here. Achilasai shchicha. It's normally used for drinking. Rufuasa shchicha. It's not usually used for... It's not usually used for medicine. Therefore, we're going to say that in order to be chayiv on Shabbos, it's going to be lakula. You have to have the larger share. Again, for medicine, you use a tiny bit for a patch. Um, for drinking, it's kedei gemia, right? We said that um, uh, animal milk is the, a swallow, right? One, one mouthful. Devash. When it came to honey, it is both shchiach for devash is commonly used to eat, but it's also used to put on sores. It's also used as a medicine. Right. So, we're going to go based on the smaller shear, like we discussed, that it's the either, what well, it was actually, we said a teku. It was either the t- tippy top of the, of the bruise, or um, you know, maybe around the top as well. So now the Gemara wants to understand, what about water? So when it comes to water, water is primarily used for drinking, not uh, not for medicine. My time. So why in the Mishnah did we say Mayim? We said to use for eye medicine, a little tiny bit to use as an eye wash. So I'm Rabbiya. I'll tell you why. You want to know why we go basar the smaller amount? We're talking about in Galil. In Galil, they were very poor, and therefore they would not use milk or any of these other wine for refuah. 
they would actually use water as a primary refuah, and now it's shchiach for refuah, it's shchiach for achila, and therefore we go basar the more chamershita, uh, and that's how uh, Abai is explaining that our mission was talking about beglila. Rava Amar, and if you recall, by the way, we had this beglila on Daf Mem Zayin. I was actually chazering it today, and we said the same thing that they were poor in regards to the wick, when we talked about something that was a bus, so davar aser, davar hamutter, that uh, if there were bits of the wicks in the lamp, it's still going to be aser because uh, wicks are, are muktza. And we said, uh, Galila, they were poor, they actually used to use it, and that's why it was allowed there. It wasn't muktza, they would actually use it. But anyway, um, uh, Rava Amar, Rava has another answer. He says that no, you don't have to come on to saying that the mission is talking about water usage for glil- in Galil, right? Which is, um, which they would use, as primary use for medicine as well. Even if you're talking about other places, Kiddush Shmuel. We're going to go like Shmuel, the Amar Shmuel, Kol Shekaini Masu Umetalul, any liquid, Shekaini is a liquid, Masu can heal Umetalulli, and then you would have to cover up the eye, Levarmi Maya, except for water, Demasu Umetalulli, it's a very efficient Rufuah, and therefore, you don't even need to cover the eye afterwards, okay, it's the best medicine, so Shmuel says that no, water actually is a Shchiach, it's a primary use as a medicine, and that's why our Mishnah, when it said, what is the shear for water, it talked about a, the smaller shear, the refuah shear, and not the achila shear, which would be a revius. V'shar kol mashkin b'revius, the Mishnah said, and all of the liquids are going to be revius. Tan Rabbanon, dam, v'chol minei mashkin, b'revius, blood, and any other liquid is revius. That is the minimum shear that one takes out in order to be chayiv. V'shir ben Elazar oimer, dam, k'dei lichol ba'ayin achas. The amount of dam is not a revius. There is actually a smaller use, a, a use for a smaller shear, I should say, and that is what? Shekane kechlin limbarkis. That's what you use to cover up, you use as makeup for a sty. So you'd put some, uh, some red blood in there. So umay nihu, and what type of blood did they use? Dam and They would use a wild, the one of a wild rooster, the blood of a wild rooster, but we see that that blood did have a use for a sty in the eye, and therefore you would not go revius like the Tanakama said. Rav Shimon Elazar argues. He says no. You go based on the smaller share. Rav Shimon Gamliel Leimer Dam Kidei Lichol Ba'ayin Achas. It's also he says like Rav Shimon Elazar. Rav Shimon Gamliel says like Rav Shimon Elazar that it's also just one eye, but for a different reason. Shenkein Koichlin Le'irud. That that is what they would do. They would use it as a as a makeup for a cataract. Umaynihu, and what type of blood did they use for that? That was de, karu, uh, de krushtina. That was a mole. Vesimanech, and if you want to know which blood of, of what animal they used to use for which, which uh, refua, gava le gava, the inner, um, the inner animal, right, a mole, it, you know, it goes into like the hole, it hides and, and it hides. So that is gava, that's the inner one, le gava for the cataract, which is inside the eye, bara, which is, sounds like um, uh, we said it was a wild rooster blood. That was for Labara, for that which is outside the eye. The sty is on the exterior. Now, by the way, back to the Mishnah. What are we talking about? All the, shiur, the shiurim of Oitzah, when we had these smaller shiurim, let's say for liquids. 
So standard shear for liquid is revius. And then if it has another use, it would be a smaller shear for medicinal purposes, for devash for the sewer, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So what are we talking about? They might see that is when, if somebody takes it out. But for somebody who would store a smaller amount, any amount is chayiv. We had this before. I'm sorry. Rishimin argues on the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon hold that that um, this is a standard shear is as listed in the Mishnah. Um, but if somebody actually stores a smaller shear, they'll be chayiv for taking that smaller shear out. These are just standard um, standard use shiurim. Reb Shimon says no. That all these shiurim, these are the minimum amount for matzniya. That if somebody is matzniya, if somebody would store that you, if somebody stores a teeny tiny amount, even smaller than any of these shiurim listed, he would say that you're not chayiv on it, even if you actually stored it, if you put it away. So, all these minimum shiurim, that's b'matzniyah. So let's say for the sty or the cataract or the devash, all these alternate shiurim that are less than revius, that's b'matzniyah. That's if somebody stores it in smaller quantities. But somebody who just goes out with it and he didn't actually store it in a smaller quantity, he's only going to be chayiv revius. So we have here, like we've explained before, fundamental machlaikis. When the Mishnah had, let's say for liquids, all these alternate shiurim, it, are those minimum shiurim, okay? Or are those, um, are those minimum shiurim or are those the standard shiurim? Tant Rabbanan say that the smaller shiurim listed, that would be for a moitzi, but a matzniya, if somebody stored a, an, even a teeny tiny amount, he would be chayiv if he went out with it. And Roshimon says, no, there are, there's a minimum and maximum shear. A matzniya also has to work within a minimum shear. If it's less than a minimum shear, he's going to be potter. So um, now, umaydim chachamim lerav shimon. The chachamim will agree to Rav Shimon by one case that to be matzniya b'moitzi sheivchin. When you talk about um, garbage water, right? So this is water that would get spilled out. So then, there the chachamim will agree to Rav Shimon that you need a minimum shear in order to be chayiv. Okay, so. Um, now we just we're going to quote this price, so we're just going to explain. Amar Mar, Med Murim. What are we talking about? Bimaitzi. That the Tanakama holds the Rabbanon. They hold that this is somebody who takes out Abamatsnia, somebody who stores an even smaller shear Kol Shehu. Right, Matsnia. He's going to be chayiv if he takes out any amount. Doesn't matter how small it is. Frakta Gemara. I don't understand this statement. The Matsnia also would be Maitzi it. So why are we calling him a Matsnia? In order to be Chayiv, we're calling him the Matsnia, but he also has to take it out. We're saying there's a Maitzi, a person who takes it out, and a Matsnia, a person who stores it. But for storing it, you're not going to be Chayiv. It's only if you store it and then take it out. So you have to understand the context in which the Brysa is discussing this case. What are we talking about? You have a student, an apprentice. Okay, this doesn't necessarily, this is, Rashi says we're talking about like a, a, a blacksmith's apprentice. But Talmud Shammah Rabbi, his master says, Lech lesuda. He says, I need, go clear some space. He goes ahead and he takes stuff out that was on the table. He takes it out to the Rishus HaRabim. So, if it's a shear that is chashev for everybody, then chayi 
Davar she'ena chash of l'kol. If he only, let's say he just throws out the crumbs, he takes out a little tiny bit. I atznei rabe. If his master stores that amount, so then mechayev and that's what we mean, that since he's doing it on behalf of the master, that it's the Matsnia stored it, and this apprentice is taking it out on behalf of the master, then he could be Mechayev, the, the, um, the, the master, uh, you know, the, uh, the master being Matsnia, a smaller amount, the apprentice will be Mechayev for taking that amount out to Rosh Hashanah. Amar Mar, just to clear up one last thing in this price, huh? That when it comes to spilling out water, even though the Chachamim hold that if a person is Matzniah, a Kol Shehu, you could be Chayiv, they, they would agree, the Chachamim will agree to Reb Shimon that when it comes to Shaychim, when it comes to its mind, Shruchim, garbage water, that the shear is only a is minimum shear is Revius. There, that even the Chachamim will agree there is a minimum shear to be Chayiv. Shaychim, so the Gemara wants to understand, Shaychim, Lamai Chazu. What use does it have? Meaning, it, in order to be chayiv, it has to have a use. You have to be taking it out for a purpose. It has to be something that you would take out for a use. So the Gemara wants to understand, what use does garbage water have? If it's disgusting water, what, what is the purpose of it? It was used, they would use it to make cement. But what are you talking about? Tit, why do you need a revius? We see that all you need is a teeny tiny bit. So the, this is going to be in the, um, in the following Mishnah. Um, not the next one here, but the one afterwards. Uh, no, actually. I think it's the, I think it's the Mishnah on... on um, we're going to discuss this on Daf Pei. So um, it says that what is the amount of, minimum amount of cement? We're going to discuss a lot more minimum shiurim. The minimum amount of cement is enough to, um, to make a, like a very tiny, to fill a tiny hole, to make a crucible. Okay, so the point is it's very, very small. So the Gemara is asking, so why did do, why do the Rabbana need a minimum shear of water, maim sruchin, of a revius, if that water is going to make uh, a sheer, uh, an amount of cement, but in order to be high for the cement, all you need is a teeny tiny bit. So really, less than a revius worth of water should also be able to make enough cement for this pikor, for this tiny little bit of cement. So why do I need a revius? kasha, That when we said tit, in order to be high for taking out cement, that is pikor. That is when you already had the cement. Okay. So that is, but, but over here, we're talking about actually manufacturing the cement. So then you're going to need a lot more water because you don't manufacture cement in teeny tiny quantities like that. So once you have cement, you can use it, you know, to fill a little peak core, to fill a little a tiny hole of a crucible, but you wouldn't actually start mixing cement with less than a revius worth of water. Okay, in order to make a picor, you're not going to go ahead and make a new batch of cement. You'll just use some existing cement that you have um, off the next batch. All these cases of, of liquids, are you, are you not holding it in a cup or some sort of container? So we discussed this before. The cup is, and the Gemara discussed this, so there's a Mishnah on Sadi Gimel, which says this specifically. I know, because I was discussing it with somebody else and they said the same thing. We definitely discussed this before. I couldn't find where it was. But that the food, 
the Gemara wanted to use it in the context of um, what happens if I have less than a full shear? Why am I not, you know, wouldn't I be chayiv for taking out the cup? But is the kli mitzarif to the shear? That's, that's... The kli is not mitzarif to the shear, but the kli is bottled to what you're taking out. So if you look on the Mishnah on Sadi Gimel on the base, it says, So it's a good question, but that's, that's the, um, right, if you have less than the uh, shear that you would need for, you know, and even if you had more, you're not going to be chayiv on the kli, because the kli is bottled to the food. So you're going to be chayiv for taking out the food if you have a shear, and if you have less than the minimum shear, then you're going to be putter even on the kli. If you take out enough rope, what is the minimum share of rope to be chayiv? That is to make a handle lakupa, to make a handle for a box. Gemi, a reed, so it's a smaller, like a thinner uh, material. To make a loop for lenafa of the kibra, for a sieve. So again, that would be like a, here's a little, like little uh, hanging loop to hang up. Um, you know, one of these, one of these uh, kalim, smaller kalim. Okay, Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, he says it's even smaller than that. It's kidelito mimeno midas It's a smaller, it's the amount uh, that they would use to make a shoe measuring string. So they used to, they didn't have those, you know, those metal things you take when you were a kid, you step into with the black. I don't know, Yitzhak's probably too, uh, too young for those. They probably come up with something more efficient. But Yassi, for sure, you and I, you know, when you went for shoes the first time, you know, they had like that metal thing with the black. They still have them. My kids use them. They still have them? Okay. You never got the shoe store with your kids? I, I would have, I, I, you know, I would have thought, I haven't been, no. The answer is no, I do not. No, I do not go to the shoe store with my kids. That my wife takes care of 100% of the time. Um, but uh, no, I, don't, I, don't, I can't imagine I'd be very good at taking my kids to the shoe store. Of all the places to take them, I'll take them for ice cream, but not for shoes. That sounds like something I don't want to be doing. Um, anyway, so, but in those days, so they had a string. It was a very, very small string for kitty shoes. So that is the minimum shear to be high. Rabbi Huda holds, no, it's even less than the amount to make a loop for the clee, to make a, you know, a handle for the clee. It's like more, no, I mean, you, you, you could, you, a little loop could be like an inch. You can't make a, a, you know, a kid's shoe, there's still be a few. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, so I would have, you know, Yes, I, I, I hear you, but we're going to see that Rabbi Yehuda in most of these shiurim is going to be smaller. So I have to assume it's a smaller shear. You'll see in the next, in the next ones in the Mishnah. So I'd have to assume it is a smaller shear. But it's, it's, either way, it's a different one. Um, right? Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the width? I don't know. Could be, maybe it's the width. He's definitely not saying a bigger shear? I don't think so. Because Rabbi Yehuda, you'll see on the later ones, Rabbi Yehuda is definitely a smaller share. Okay, Niyar. So how much paper? What, how much paper do you have to take out to be chayiv? Kidei lichto evelav kasher moichsin. To write a toll receipt. So, um, right, if in order to, um, a person who, let's say they had like a permit or a pass, right, or the, to show that they paid, they paid the toll to go through the bridge so they would have a piece of paper Okay, and they would write on it uh, two big, uh, two big letters. Okay, and they're two super large letters. That is the size of paper that you're going to be high for taking out. It's the kasher meichsin. Like I said, that's the stamp or the the two letters that they would 
they would write to, to show that you paid. If you take out an actual Kesher Meichsen, you're going to be Chayev. We'll see uh, that um, a little in, in, in a few minutes. Near Machuk, what's the minimum share for erased paper? So that was for fresh paper. For erased paper, so you're not going to use it for writing anymore, so we're not going to use a shear that is, let's say, writable, like we said, two large letters for Kesher Meichsen, but, um, but what happens now, it's, it's erased paper, so that is not, you don't, you, you're not going to, because it's got, got erased on it, it's no longer chaz, you're not going to use it to write on it, so it'll be used for alternate uses. They didn't throw anything out in those days. That was Kedei Lichreich Altsluchis, to wrap, they would use it as a uh, as a uh, a cover for a bottle. Lichrech al suches katana shel plaitin to wrap as a cover on a, a little bottle of oil. Or what's the minimum share of leather? Kedei lasus kemeya to make an amulet. Dochsustis kedei lichtei mezuzah. So and we're going to discuss this. Dochsustis is there were two layers of skin in an animal. Dochsustis and cloth. So the dochsustis is the layer that is closer to the hair of the animal, and the cloth, what we refer to as cloth, parchment, that is closer to the flesh of an animal. So there was these two layers of skin. So mezuzahs were, and we're going to discuss this tomorrow's daf, dochsustis is what they would use to write a mezuzah, and cloth is what, you, what you'd use to write cloth, kedei lich of So they use dochsustis for mezuzah. So mezuzah, it consists of two parshias, Shaman Vahayim Shemaya. So in order to be Chayiv, you have to take out a bigger piece than cloth, which is smaller, because they licht of a love, Parsha Katana Shabbatilin, Shehi Shema Yisrael. That was only one part, they would just say Shema Yisrael. That's considered Parsha Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, That is Parsha, uh, um, uh, you know, and then Vahafta, that is Parsha, that's the small Parsha. Diyoi, how much ink do you have to take out in order to be Chayiv? Kedei licht of Bez Oisiyos. To write two letters, like we saw by the Kesher Mochsen, that two letters is uh, the minimum share for the paper, so too for the ink. Kechol, how much um, eye makeup? Kedei lichol eye nachas. To make up, to, to, to make up one eye, and the Gemara is going to discuss why one eye, right, what the, what's the purpose of one eye. Devek, what's the minimum share of glue to take out to be chayiv? That is kedei litein b'reish hashafshav, to put on the top of a board. And the Gemara is going to go through that case as well. What they used to do was they, like we have some, you know, those, uh, the glue traps. So they, um, they would put these uh, um, on the top of, of a stick, like really at a really high point, and the birds would, they put a board and put glue on top of it, and the birds would step on it, and that's how they would trap the birds. So that's the minimum share of glue. Zephes, vigophrus, okay. Um, <clears throat> so pitch and sulfur, they last like nekev. So Rashi explains that when they had a crude silver, they would, they would put it into like a tube in order to process it, so they would seal it with gufris and zephyr. So that's the minimum shear. That is the smallest thing that you would use gufris, gufris, uh, zephyr and gufris for. Shaiva, wax, if you had, let's say, a little leak in a barrel of wine, something like that, so then you would put a little bit of wax in there to seal it. Okay, charsis, uh, like plaster, okay, or, or, um, or like cement. Kedei lasas pikor shel terfezov. That is the, um, to make, like the pikor, that's the opening of the crucible, a very small 
for the surface of the per, the people that would manufacture gold, they would refine the gold. Sorry, they would refine the gold. It's not manufactured. Refine the, the gold refiners. So they would have these little um, uh, crucibles that uh, to use to um, um, you know to work in these tiny in, in these in, in these ovens. So it was a very small amount, but that's what they would use the charsis for the uh, plaster. Okay, it's actually charsis is shards, right? So it's like crushed. Um, crushed cheres, uh, uh, okay. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, they last this pit put. It's to make a tripod, okay. So, and we'll see that it's not actually a tripod to hold the oven, but it's actually it's a tripod for the pikor the Gemara is going to discuss. So it's a very small share. Subin, how much bran is one going to be high for taking out? Could they take out pikor shell surface zahav? So to, to put on the, um, again, on the, they would use this for the crucible of the gold refiners. In certain places, Rashi explains, they didn't have um, pachamen, they didn't have charcoal. So in order to light the fire, they would use bran. So that's the minimum share of subin. Sid, how much plaster does one take out to be chayev? Kedei loss of ketana shebebonis. To... Um, to remove, uh, you know, to, to remove the hair, they used to use plaster, the humans used to use, they would put plaster to, it would remove, it would remove the hair. So how much plaster, and what's the smallest size limb that they would, um, you know, take the hair off, they would remove the hair from? That is Katana Shabbat the smallest limb of uh, the children, of Yehuda Aymer, Kedelasas Kalkal, that it was actually used to make the hair of the temples flat, that it was, it was used to um, remove the forehead. Okay, so again, uh, it was all, all these three, they, either, they would either remove the hair on the smallest limb, that's the minimum shear, or for the temples, that was the primary use, or the forehead, um, but these are all the different shearim for, for how much sid, how much plaster one would take out of Bichayev. Okay, so now going back to the first case, the Gemara says, Chevel, we went back to the first case of rope. So we said, what was a rope for? That was, uh, the minimum share of rope was to make a handle for, the, for a box. So why don't we say also rope to, um, for, for the sieve, right? For these, uh, for, these two, for these utensils. Why did we say chevel for the box and the, the gemi or the, um, right? The gemi, the reed the, for, for the nafa and kibra. So the Gemara answers, Kivan Decharek Bemana, since rope is very coarse, it will ruin the Kalim. Inchi, they're not going to use uh, rope, right? Because obviously, you know, boxes, let's say, we, 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 you'd have, it would have to be a big box to use rope to hold, you know, to, to, to hold the box. Um, so we're trying to see why you're not high with a smaller shear. You could use rope for your sieve, for your little, uh, you know, little utensil. So the Gemara says, no, that you wouldn't do that. Um, because it would ruin, the rope would ruin this utensil. Tan Rabbanon. Hutzin. How much shoots? Kedelasis. To make a handle, shoots for a basket of Kfifa uh, Mitzris. is a palm tree from, um, from, from, um, it's actually, it's not Mitzris, it's not, it's not actually Mitzrayim. Rashi says it's Salasim Mitzure Dekel, right? From Tsuri. Okay, so the, the palm tree in Tsuri. Sieve, which is the, a uh, sieve is the palm bast. So it's uh, 
like the spongy material inside the bark of a palm tree. So what is the minimum They would use that to strain They would put it on, on, the, on a small funnel to strain out the wine. So that is the minimum shear that you would be high if you take out this uh, uh, palm tree bast. Revav, for fats. To um, smear under a small wafer. What is the shear for these, uh, you know, that, of, of these revav, of these fats, that you would, uh, what's the minimum shear that you would smear under the wafer? So that is shira kisela. That is like a, a coin. Vatanya kigregres. Ah, it's human food. And we said human food, minimum shear is kigregres. So it's one shear. Muchin. What is the minimum shear for taking out cotton or, or like sponges? Kidelasa is kadur kitana. To make a small cotton ball. That's like a walnut. Okay. So in the next case, we said, what is the minimum shear of paper? How much paper? What is the smallest size of paper? One takes out and is chayiv. Lichtavalav kesher moichsen. Okay, the amount, the size that they write uh, to write the um, the toll bridge uh, receipt to show he paid. Tana, kama kesher moichsen. What is the, what is kesher moichsen? What size is kesher moichsen? Shtei oisiyos. It's two, it's two letters, right? It's two really large letters. Brahminu, frak the Gemara, we have a bride says, it's a mostly near chalak if you take out Blank paper. That sounds like regular letters. So why do we have to say Kesher Moichsen, which are large letters? We have a Brisa that says it's two letters. So Ravas, so Amar Rav Sheishes, my Shteyosius. When the Brisa says Shteyosius, it also meant Shteyosius shall Kesher Moichsen. And really, when the Brisa said two letters, it didn't mean normal sized letters. It meant large letters. Rav Amar Rav doesn't like that answer. He says that when the Brisa says two letters. He meant, it's two normal letters, regular size letters. Kesher Meichsen is two large letters. The Bryce says, you're chayiv if you take out a paper that's two normal size letters, plus ubeis achiza, plus a, a margin or an area to hold. You're not going to carry it where the ink wrote the letters. It's going to make your hands dirty or whatever. So when the Bryce, um, the 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 when we said kesher meichsen that's two large letters when the Bryce said near chalak it's two regular letters plus a carrying area which is the exact same size da'inu kesher meichsen so two large letters is the same as two smaller letters plus a margin or an area to hold the paper um, not on the uh, not where the letters are meisve we ask a kasha from a brisa hamaytzi near machok somebody who takes out erased paper vishtar perua or a star that was paid back, a promissory note that was paid back, if it has in the white area, enough space to write two letters, or it has enough space uh, to use as a cover for your balsam oil, if you're going to be chayiv, if you take out this near machuk, this paper, vim lav potter. So now bishlam of the according to rosheshes, the amar maishtei oisios. When we said it has enough space for two letters, just like we explained the brisa before, shtei oisios to make it shtim with kesher meichsen, shtei oisios shel kesher meichsen, 
Shapir. So then, what it, when this b'risa also, when it said two letters, it means two large letters like the Kesher Meichsen. Ela Rava, but Rava who says that Kesher Meichsen means two large letters, and when a b'risa says two letters, it means two standard letters. That it's, you need, how much space do you need? You need and a margin in order to hold the paper. Over here, what are we talking about? We're talking about paper that has an erased area and a blank area. So we're saying if the blank area has enough space to write two letters, you're going to be chayiv. What do you mean? I thought we said the minimum shear is two plus a margin. Here, you don't need a margin because you're holding the paper. LMI, we see that what do you... I'm sorry. Here, you don't need a margin because it's, a, it's, it's near machuk. It's erased paper. So you have an area that is unwritable. Right? I'm, I'm just, sorry, I'm going to be a little clearer. We're now saying, this Bryce is saying that if you have a paper that let's say part of it was erased and is unwritable, and part of it is writable, if you're, the amount of space you have in the writable area is two letters, you're going to be high if you're taking that paper out. Now, Rava said the minimum shear is, we said, is to write two letters plus a besachiza. So now this doesn't stim with Rama, Rava. Why? Because you need a besachiza, you need the margin in order to hold the paper, not where the two, you have to have space for two letters plus a holding area, an, an area that you can use to carry the paper um, that is not part of the two letters. But over here, you don't need a besachiza because you can carry the paper on the part that's erased. That's not writable anyways. And yet, we said that what's the minimum share to be chayif if you have writable area of two regular letters? So how's Rava going to understand this? Where it says, Kasha, you're right. I don't have a way to explain it. Kasha. Tonara banan. The b'risa, in regards to kasher meichsen, I might say kasher meichsen, if you take out the Kesher Meichsen. So again, that is the um, bridge receipt. So, if you take it out before, you, let's say a regular Kesher Meichsen, you have, it says, I paid for today, right? So they, they'd write two letters, which were the, you know, the, day, the code for the day that showed that you paid. So now we're saying, the Bryson says, if you haven't yet showed it to the uh, toll collector, so then chayiv, right? Because you're taking it out. It has a purpose. You're taking it out so that you can show the toll collector that you um, have paid your toll. So he'll let you cross. But if you take it out after you were ready, if you carry it out to Shisarabim, after you already showed it to him, okay? So he doesn't, it doesn't have any use anymore. Potter. Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda, Aymar, af chayiv, even after you show it to the toll collector, you're still going to be chayiv. Why? Because you still need it. Okay, so we have a here. Are you going to be chayiv if you take out the toll bridge receipt after you've already shown it to the toll collector? So we're going to have a three-way machlekes here to understand um, why, what, what, why there's a machlekes about this. So my benayu, what's what are they arguing about? The runners of the taxes, meaning, like imagine like the subway, right? So so you, you would show the person when you get into the subway area or to get on, right? So you'd show that you bought a ticket, but you know some once in a while they would have people coming through the subway, let's say, to see whether you to make sure that nobody 
jumps to, jump to turnstile. So um, they would have someone. So it's not always there. Most people, a lot of people wouldn't necessarily keep their receipt around, but there is still some sort of use because if the guy comes to verify whoever crosses the bridge, the guy comes, someone comes to verify and he says, okay, where's your receipt? So the guy would, <clears throat> sorry. The person doesn't necessarily need to have a receipt. He could always go back to the person he paid, the toll bridge collector, and say, remember me, I paid. So the question here is, is that enough of a reason to take out your receipt or not? And that's what they're arguing about. So so the Tanakama holds that you're going to be putter if you really paid it because you don't really need to carry it. You can always walk back to the toll bridge collector and uh, even if the guy comes to spot check later as you're crossing the bridge, you can always walk back and say, remember me, Rava Amar that again, same type of deal here where there's some sort of manager and then, um, and then there's the assistant. So the assistant, he paid the, the manager. Now the assistant is checking. You know, the question is, does he need to carry it out for this assistant or can he go to the assistant and say, go speak to your manager, he'll remember me. It is easier if he just shows him that he paid. So therefore, that's what the Machlekes is Tanakama Rabbi Yehuda. Um, if, do we say that carrying this slip of paper, the, the receipt around, just for the purpose of the assistant, is considered a, a use on Shabbos? Now, Mechaev, you are not. Ravashi Amar, third answer, he says no. Chad Moiches even if there's only, there's no assistants, there's no juniors, there's no anybody, it's very simple. Even when there's only one toll collector, still, this toll receipt showing that you paid your, your tolls, that you pay your bills, that is valuable to you because he can go and show it, even if it's a different bridge or a different tax collector, he can go ahead and show it to him and say, look, I'm a person and generally I pay my way, I pay my bills. So he, it, it could be used to establish credibility as a receipt that you pay your bills. So that he can tell the next person, you could see that I'm a person who pays my taxes. I pay my bills. I pay my, uh, my tolls. And therefore, I'm a trustworthy person. And, um, and that is, uh, therefore, it still has a use. The Tanakama will hold. That's not considered enough. It's not the primary use. So this is not considered enough of a use to Mechaev on Chavez. And Rabbi Yehuda holds, and no, you're still going to be high. And we'll pick up from here tomorrow. Send out the, uh, one second here. If it didn't update, and I'm going to have... Okay, I'll post it here. Let me share this. I'll send it out after. So we have here. Okay, so we said, we talked about the uh, quantity of water. Kedei Lashav Keeler, we said we used to use as eye medicine. And that's where Abayah brought the general rule. We said if it's something that has uh, a purpose that's shchiach and not shchiach, we'll go based on the shchiach lekula, right? So if it, if it um, is it's something that is primarily used, let's say, 
as a drink, and his secondary use as a refuah, which is a smaller amount, it would just be enough to put on a patch, we're going to go lakula, we're going to say that you're only going to be chayv if you take out the revius amount. Okay, and so we, we then, there, based on that, we asked, I, what about mayim, right? Water, its primary use is for drinking. So why are you going to be chayev to take out to use as a rinse? And Abayah said, because the mission is talking about uh, in, Gali- in, in Galila, right, that they're aniyim, and therefore they, um, they, they, they don't use any other liquids for eye patches. They only use water. So for them, water is its primary um, it, it has a use for refuah as a primary purpose, and that's why the shear is kedelash of kilar. Um, Shmuel says that it's really talking about ev- any place, okay, and therefore, and since water is actually is the uh, is a better form of refuah, so that's why we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say that it's really shchiach and shchiach, and like Abaya said, if it's shchiach and shchiach, then we're gonna go lechumra, and that's this is an example of that. We said any other mashkin is revius. The Tanakama said the dam is revius. Rishim and Elazar and Rishim and Leo said that dam is lichol ayinachas. We said it was either for a sty or for a cataract. Okay, and we said that all these shiurim, like we've mentioned before in the last parak, that is lahitzi. That is for somebody who takes it out. Okay, so let's say mayim lashuf or or the shiurim of dam is that's matzniya. Uh, well, that's for a haitzi, right? So somebody takes it out, but a matzniah of somebody who, who would actually hide or store, save a smaller amount, he would save a smaller amount, then he's going to be chayv. If Shimon argues on that, he says that no, that the minimum shiurim here, that there's no, you can't be chayv on a kol shu, everything has a minimum shear. And um, the, <coughs> let's say the shear for kachol is for matzniah. Let's say for here is ayinachas, that's for matzniah. But for a haitzi, then it's revius. So he yields as a min shear and a max shear. All liquids are revius for regular people. But if someone would store the amount, let's say, uh, to use as an eye medicine, which is a smaller amount, then he would be chayiv on that. Um, versus the Tanakama would hold that even if you just took out a tiny drop less than the minimum shear for refua, you would be chayiv. Abaya says, according to the, uh, he wanted to explain what is, according to the Tanakama, what is a matzniya? How do we understand what a matzniya is? So there's an example, for instance, an assistant that his master says, uh, go clear the table, take it out, right? So, but the master was the one, that, the assistant is just clearing it out. If the master, if it's a small enough shear where the master would be matzniya it, if it's a small share and the master, the master would be matzniah, he would hide it, he would store it, then the assistant's going to be chayah for taking it out. And we said that the Chachamim agreed to Reb Shimon that by Maim Shevchin, that even though the Chachamim hold that you, a matzniah can be chayiv with a kol shehu, when it comes to Mayim Shevchin, that's dirty, you know, garbage water, that there is a minimum share and that is a revius because it is used to make um, cement and you're not going to, nobody's going to make cement um, Less, less than a tiny, uh, less than this, you know, less than using, less than the amount it would take, or the, the batch, would, a batch that would use a revius worth of water. And then we said, Hevel, the rope that was to make a minimum share was to make a handle for a box, okay? And not, we said, not, um, it's, it's not smaller amount to use for utensil for a sieve, to make a loop for a sieve, because that will destroy the clay. However, that was a gemi, Right, that is the minimum share of a gemi is to make a loop for your nafa and kivra. Yehuda says that it was kudei midas menalakaton that it was a measuring, uh, um, uh, it was a measuring. I think it's smaller, but maybe it could be larger as well. I mean, you could be right. Um, we said hutzin, 
So we brought a bunch of other stuff. We said shoots, that's in order to make uh, a handle for a basket and sieve the bast, palm tree bast, to make a uh, funnel, right? Uh, to, to, I'm sorry, to make a strainer for the funnel to strain wine through, right? So you take like a like a funnel and you take some of this material you put on the top of the funnel, pour the wine through it, it would get rid of the sediments. Uh, fats was enough to uh, revive like grease to, um, to either um, uh, uh, smear on like this wafer, either a cellar or a gregris, which we said was the same amount. We said muchen, that was enough cotton to make a cotton ball. Okay, then we discussed paper. We said, what is the minimum share of paper that you're high for taking out? Um, we said it was kesher meichs, and the amount it takes to, to write two large letters. Rava says that it's, um, right, he said, Rav Shesha said it was two uh, large letters. But Rava wanted to say that it could also be two letters with a besachiza. And we asked Akasha on Rava's explanation saying that it's two plus besachiza because otherwise that, that second brysa won't work. The one with the erased paper area that he could have used for carrying. Anyways, um, and we said uh, that if you take a kesher meichsen after you already showed it to the tax collector or the toll booth collector, Tanakama held your patra, and we asked, um, and we explained this machlek is in one of three ways. Abaya says we're talking about, um, Abaya and Rava basically, Abaya said we're talking about where there's the, the checkers, right, that come to see, they come to check uh, in the middle to see whether you actually paid or not. So again, um, he could go back to the person he paid to. Um, it is easier if he's just holding on to it. So it's a machlek is Tanakama or Yehuda, if that's considered. Um, enough of a reason to take it out or not to be of you. And Rava said, we're talking about like an assistant uh, tax collector. Again, um, he could always, he doesn't have to carry the paper. He could always go and say, go speak to your boss. He'll remember that I paid. And Ravashi said that no, that the machlik is here is to, he, he's going to want, whether he's going to want this paper, whether there's a reason for him to take out this paper because it gives him credibility to show that he's a person who pays his bills, he pays his taxes.